0: Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Basar Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Wow, it's going to be a great Christmas Eve service. Also on Wednesday, if you're unable to uh, come out on Christmas Eve, uh, our Young at Hearts are going to be having a, uh, this Wednesday morning, just sing some carols together here. 9.30 for a cuppa and uh, 10 o'clock for some carols and worshipping together. So it's open for every, anyone. You don't have to be... Over 60 or 70, it's open for anyone to come, and that's just a great time of fellowship here. And uh, that will be good. Well, we've been doing a series on good news. Boy, we need some good news, don't we? Plenty of bad news, plenty of crazy news, plenty of fearful news. But our month of December theme is good news because Jesus has come to bring good news, and our key scripture is Luke 2, verse 10. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid. For I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it's for everyone, everywhere. I love that, isn't it? It's the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And yet sadly, many people have just not heard the good news about Jesus. They've heard about a religious Jesus or a romantic baby Jesus or some historical figure. But they need to know the good news that Jesus come to be the saviour of the world. To forgive us, to cleanse us, to bring hope and purpose and freedom for our lives. So today I want to talk about releasing the good news. It's crazy to have good news and, have, and not share it with anyone. It's like a fisherman um, forgot to take his mobile phone. He's fishing out there and he catches the biggest fish ever. How's he going to explain it to anyone if, no, if, he does, if there's no one there to tell it to? Or the golfer who gets a hole in one but no one saw it? Or some other great achievement but no one else was there? How frustrating is that? But we've got the greatest news ever and he wants us to release it, to share it, to communicate it from our lives. Um, Luke 2.15 in the NIV says, When the angels had left them, the angels had come and told them about the good news, And they'd gone into heavens. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. These shepherds were so excited because they'd been told that the Saviour of the world had been born. So they went, found it exactly as the angels had said and they were so excited, it was probably in the middle of the night by now and so they're running through the streets, hey, Jesus the Saviour's been born. People say, shut up, it's middle of the night. No, they were so, they didn't care who they upset or annoyed because they could not contain the good news that they know Jesus had come to the world. And let me tell you, the devil's tried to silence the church in the last few years. He's been trying to silence Christians and intimidate them and make them feel like if they speak up, they're going to break this rule or this guideline or condemnation and fear comes, the enemy harass you and say, well, you're not a really strong Christian. When you're truly free and you know the whole Bible, then you can tell everyone about Jesus. Hey, just share what you've seen and experienced. That's all the shepherds did. They were so excited and They ran through the streets yelling, declaring, celebrating that Jesus was the saviour of the world. They released the good news. Another word for release is to proclaim. It's not, not a word we use often, but to proclaim, to declare, to preach, to share, to announce by our words and our actions. So it's not just whether you're a great communicator with words. It's by your actions, and these ways, days, if you're not a good communicator verbally, you can do it on social media, you can do it with writing, you can do it in, with art, with music, with so many, with kind deeds. There's so many ways we can share the good news of what Jesus has done for our hearts and lives. Romans 10.9 says, If you be- declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Forgiven, eternal life, a gift. And it says, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As the Scripture says, Anyone who believes in Him will never be put to shame. Wow. But there's no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Check out the feet of someone beside you. They are beautiful. <laughs> I heard one guy preaching this years ago. He said, everyone take their shoes off and look at one of the feet. I said, no, we won't do that today. <laughs> that could be embarrassing for someone. <laughs> but it says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news? It's not literally how beautiful your feet are, but it's the fact that you went and you travelled and you communicated the good news to someone or a group of people. And remember in the, in the Old Testament times, they didn't have TV, they didn't have phones, they didn't have internet or social media. News was carried by young men who would run from one village to another to communicate whatever the news was, good or bad. And you read some of the Old Testament stories, they'd see a runner coming and say, has he got good news? They'd sometimes yell out, the, the watch would say, have you got good news or bad news? And the runner would have to declare what he was bringing and that's when they'd decide whether to let him in or whether just an envoy would go and meet them out there. If it was good news, they'd let him come in and share with the whole city. So that's what it's talking about. The people, that was the way the news was communicated. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. So today, you don't have to run to the next town to do it. You can visit, you can talk with, you can send a message, you can phone, whatever it is. You can have a meal together. But it says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Not how beautiful are the feet of those who bring bad news. Let's bring good news and and share the amazing thing that Jesus has done in our lives. In the Amplified it says, how welcome is the arrival of those proclaiming the joyful news of peace and of good things to come. The Amplified says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. The Greek word for the uh, beautiful of the feet is, implies that arrival comes at just the right time. We can look back over our lives and how often has it been just at the right time God sent someone to speak words of life or hope. Someone has prayed a prayer of faith with you. Someone has preached or shared a message or communicated in a way that was just the right time for you to step into a new place of freedom and healing and release. And I believe as Christians, we've got the joy and the privilege and the responsibility to be carriers of the good news that Jesus is the saviour of the world. There are so many people desperately searching for hope, answers, some sort of, what's all this mean with everything that's going on in the world right now? And this verse is actually quoted from Isaiah 52, verse 7. Isaiah 52, 7. How beautiful and delightful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who announces peace, who brings good news of good things, who announces salvation, who says to Zion... Your God reigns. That's the good news we need to declare, that Jesus is still Lord of all the earth, no matter what is happening around our world, no matter what fear and sickness and pain and brokenness and turmoil and sadness, we need to, we need to share the good news that Jesus is still Lord of the earth. It says that in Isaiah 9, it says that there will be a wonderful counsellor For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and his kingdom of peace will know no end. That's what uh, Glenn was sharing about, that we live with eternal perspective and values, not just the natural. We don't ignore the natural but we bring the eternal values into our world and our community in our neighbourhood, And maybe you're getting together with relatives this week over Christmas or in the next week or two and you can't wait to meet some of them and there's usually one of them that's the bad news bringer. <laughs> Thinking, who's going to sit next to them at the table because all they ever bring is bad news. Anyone got some of that in their family? I hope you're not that one. <laughs> let's, be, let's be ones that bring good news this Christmas to our families, to our communities. Let's be carriers of love and hope And answers to prayer. And yes, we face the reality of the uncertainties and all those things. We don't ignore that. But let's be carriers of love and hope. Because I've learned good news will always triumph and swamp bad news. Mercy triumphs over judgment. But you've got to choose to release it. And you've got to choose to stay in that frame of mind where you release mercy and grace and love and hope and good news. Because it will triumph over the other. Because light is always stronger than darkness. Darkness is the absence of light, whereas light is a reality that God has created. So I want to encourage you, you think about all those amazing people you're going to connect with over the next week or two, be a carrier of good news. Be one who brings hope into the darkness and shame of people's lives. Isaiah 61.1, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. This is the prophet Isaiah prophesying about Jesus. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. This is the first thing that Jesus came to do, was to bring good news to the poor. That's not just the physically poor, it's the spiritually poor. It's the people that are living in a place of poverty, of peace or hope or freedom. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. That's what Jesus came to do and I think I remember Jesus saying some words before he left, go into all the world and preach the gospel which is the good news. So Jesus did it everywhere he went and now he's commissioned us, he called us to to live in the power of that good news. Matthew 4.23, this describes what Jesus did. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. That must have been awesome, hey? When Jesus showed up at church, everything changed. He starts preaching good news instead of a repetition of laws and rules and and things that were just too hard to fulfill. Sadly, that's where religion had taken people. And then he starts healing the sick and setting captives free throughout that would have been pretty exciting days but the Spirit of God lives within us and we can see the same today. Matthew 935 Jesus went through all of the cities and villages in Galilee teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news, the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. I love that every kind. Sometimes the devil will lie to you and say, oh, Jesus can forgive and heal this, but this is, he doesn't do this. The devil lies to us. Don't listen to his lies. Because it says Jesus healed every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. His words and his works reflecting his messiahship. I love that. His words and his works reflected or revealed his messiahship nature as the king of kings and lord of lords then listen to the verse 36 when he saw the crowds he was moved with compassion and pity for them because they were dispirited and distressed like sheep without a shepherd then he said to his disciples the harvest indeed is plentiful but the workers are few so pray to the Lord of the harvest, to send out workers into his harvest. I feel God speaking to some hearts. And through all the craziness of COVID and changes that have been happening, it has caused some of us to simplify our lives and to look at what are the really important things in life. And I believe that God's calling many of us, and some specifically, to step up and be workers in his harvest field. There's a call of God going out across our nation for people to step up and serve him. Doesn't mean you have to become a pastor or an, or an evangelist or a missionary, but there's a call of God to make this the priority that it should be in our daily lives. God's calling us. He's reaching out today and there's some right now as I'm speaking, the Lord say, come on, get your focus right. Have your priorities right. For Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. And I feel the Spirit of God calling people to say, I'm willing to step up and serve and do whatever you've called me and directed me to do. Those dreams and plans He's given you, God says, prepare yourself so that you can be equipped. And I want to encourage you. Some of you are stepping up to, to do Bible college next year and we do a part-time college. If you're interested, please talk to me and we can get you connected. Others are doing training or equipping or joining teams and learning how to pray and minister to others. And we want to p- equip people so that we are not missing out on what God's called us to be and do because we are carriers of the good news. And I pray that prayer regularly so the Lord Raise up the workers, those that have, your story has transforming lives. Luke 9, 6, so Jesus is doing it and then he sent them out. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. That would have been a great day when everyone's out there following Jesus, seeing the miracles. And one day Jesus said, okay, it's your turn, guys. They say, what? I didn't see this in the fine print when I signed up for this missions tour we were just here to enjoy all the miracles and the, uh, the, the, the great preaching and stories and the occasional free feeds along the way we th- they thought that was what it was about she said yeah well that's just to equip you to get you ready. Right now it's your turn and out they went and God started to work through them as they preached the good news as they prayed for the sick as they saw strongholds of darkness broken over people's lives and I thought wow Lord you've called us to go and preach the good news, heal the sick and cast out evil spirits. That same mandate has not changed for the body of Christ. But somewhere on the line, we've we've uh, separated some of them to the evangelists and the missionaries and the pastors and we just go along for the ride and pray and support. No, it's all of us doing all that God's called us to do. And I thank God for that. And through your words, deeds and signs. What did Jesus say? Don't hide your light under a bushel or a... Or a, a pot plant or under something let's set your light up on a hill so everyone can see it i love all the lights around the house at christmas time it reminds me that jesus come to be the light of the world and everyone's happy to put their lights up and then the other 11 and a half months of the year we don't have the lights out hey let's not be like christmas lights and bought out for two weeks of the year let's shine every day of the year sharing the good news Bringing hope and light to everyone through your business, through your gifts, whatever it is, through your creativity, through your words. Let's be the light of the world as Jesus called us to. Your story, your testimony is so powerful. (coughs) Your story is unique. People can argue with philosophy and beliefs and scriptures, but they can't argue with your story because it's your story. And this is the most powerful thing is how Jesus changed and is changing your life. Look for every opportunity to sow a seed. Some people are ready to hear your whole story. Others, you just show, sow one seed. You listen to their broken heart and say, wow, I used to feel like that 10 years ago, but my life's changed. And they look at you and say, how did it change? See, so we've got to make people curious. You don't give them the whole 15-course meal in one go sow a seed and get people curious and then they they get drawn in to say wow you've got peace in your life how did that happen God wants us to learn to be wise about how we share our story and our current journey and I pray that you've got answers to prayer that have come in the last weeks not something that happened 35 years ago alone let's have a current story and that's why I love the presence of God Mark 16, verse 15. And Jesus said to them, This is just before he went back to heaven. As you go into the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. They will drive out demons in the power of my name. They will speak in tongues. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands on the sick and heal them. After saying these things, Jesus was lifted up into heaven and sat down at the place of honor at the right hand of God. That would have been a day and a half, hey? (laughs) Where's Jesus? Last I saw, he was heading up to heaven. And look what the disciples then did. And the apostles went out announcing the good news everywhere. They didn't sit around and build a nice little church and say, we're going to camp here because this is the spot where Jesus went to heaven. They went out and told everyone the good news. As the Lord himself consistently worked with them, validating the message they preached with miracle signs that accompanied them. I love that. I've heard people say, how come we don't see any many miracles around here? I say, well, one of the keys is if we're doing what Jesus told us and sharing with people the good news everywhere, he just loves to show up and back up his word and back up our story someone said how come you don't see many people here i thought well just pray for more people because the more people you pray for you more given more time room for god to break through and transform hearts i want to encourage you just be who you are acts five forty two says day after day in the temple courts and from house to house they never stop teaching and proclaiming the good news that jesus is the messiah I was so excited just every day they look for opportunities to love people, to care for people through words, deeds and signs. Through your words, through the deeds of kindness and generosity and love, giving your neighbours a gift and uh, some people have done street parties, invited all their people over just to build relationships and there's ways that we can just be carriers of this good news. So the power of the gospel, a couple of scriptures to wrap it up today. I love this. Romans 1 16, Apostle Paul says, for I am not ashamed of the Gospel. What's the Gospel? The good news about Jesus and who He is and what He's done. Let's not be ashamed of that. I used to be really afraid of what people thought of me. I was uh, shy, brought up in a farm and uh, only had interaction at uh, school and at uh, church where most of them were relatives so I was really shy. But when I got born again, the day I finished school, I ended up been thrust in and got a job at a bank where I had to meet hundreds of new people every day and had to learn people's names and and it was like, it was terrible the first month working in that job because I was really shy, scared of making a mistake. If I made one, I was too scared to go and ask someone, what what do I do next? It was terrifying. But a few months later, I got filled with the Holy Spirit and God just broke open my heart and the leadership gift and my true personality now came out. Some people are scared if they get too passionate for Jesus, they'll, they'll, they'll change too much. Let me tell you, when the Spirit of God gets a hold of you, He sets you free to be the who you were always created to be. He doesn't make you something you're not or you're scared of. The devil lies to well, I If I get too passionate for Jesus and surrender everything, and get full with the Holy Spirit and the power of God flows, then I, I'm scared of what I might become. Let me tell you, you'll be free to become all that God originally created you to be, that sin and shame and fear has locked up. And that's what happened in my life. And I've been crazy ever since for Jesus. (laughs) And it doesn't worry me what people think about me very much anymore. And that's only because the Spirit of God has released me. Because when you line up on... God's side and are willing to share the good news, He's there to back you up all the way and He will verify, He will surprise you, He will do amazing things, He will open people's heart, you'll just have the right words to say and think, whoa, where did that come from? And you know it's the Spirit of God flowing through you with His Word. So let's not be ashamed of the Gospel, it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile for in the gospel the righteousness of God has revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just that is written, the righteous will live by faith. The power of God's written word and the power of his inspired word that's living through you and your story. And the devil lies to us and said, oh you've still got so much to sort out. You're still wrestling with this sin or this uh, stronghold or this addiction. Wait until you've got it all sorted out before you start telling about Jesus. That's a lie from the pit of hell. People just want it. Don't, they don't want you to be perfect. They just want you to be authentic and real and share the story of your journey because that links people to their, st- their story and then they can encounter the power of Jesus. Because it says the righteous will live by faith. Right, We are righteous in Christ. We are the righteous of Christ. When he died on the cross and rose again, we believe in that. He gives us his righteousness. So God sees us through the eyes of Jesus. We look at one another through our natural eyes, but God looks at us through the eyes of Jesus and says, you are righteous. Wow. That's a revelation. Some of us take a, whole, a while to get a hold of, but God's there to help us. Worship team, come on down. Last scripture, Colossians 1.5. And six says, your faith and love rise within you as you access all the treasures of your inheritance stored up in the heavenly realm. For the revelation of the true gospel is as real today as the day you first heard of our glorious hope. How that you have believed in the truth of the gospel. This is the wonderful message that is being spread everywhere powerfully changing hearts throughout the earth just like it has changed you every believer of this good news bears the fruit of eternal life as they experience the reality of God's grace let me tell you the good news of the gospel is spreading all over the world don't be afraid of some virus spreading all over the world let's have the gospel spreading all over the world bringing hope and freedom Come on, let's focus in on what God wants to do. The gospel, it says it's spreading everywhere, all over the earth, powerfully changing hearts wherever it goes. Wow, that's what I'm believing for. This Christmas into 2022, the uncertainties of what's happening, but we need to live with the reality and awareness of the good news, the gospel. He's forgiven me. He can forgive you. Help us to live it out, word, deed and sign. Why don't we stand in his presence today? I want to encourage you, look look for creative ways to release the good news. Some of you have been sending beautiful cards and gifts and don't preach it people, but sow seeds of love and kindness, sow seeds of the truth of who Jesus is. For some of us, we rejected it for years or decades, but one day at the right time, it bore fruit. Just keep sowing seeds. God, your good news. The enemy's tried to silence some of you from living that powerful life of faith that you once did. Let me tell you, it's time to step up and let it flow. Let's close our eyes and just let his presence fill our hearts. I want you for a moment to thank God for the good news, the gospel. Thank God that salvation has found your heart and life, that God's love is changing your world. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? Right now, I want to just give a moment to pray before we finish this service. Maybe you've never received this good news or ever really experienced salvation personally. You know about Jesus. Maybe you've once followed Him, but today you say, well, I'm not really walking with Jesus, and that good news is not at the centre of my life. For some think, well, I'm not good enough, and I can never approach a holy God. Jesus made the way. That's why He came to the earth as a Saviour of the world. I want to invite you right now, if you've never opened your heart to Jesus, or it's time to reaffirm or reconnect your faith today, I'd like to pray for you right now. If that's you, just if Gianna, give me a wave today because i want to include you in this prayer who's that today saying that's me that's me god bless you down there who else today saying that's me i just want to come to jesus or come back just give me a wave god bless you that's beautiful who else today god's calling you right now i can feel his love tugging at hearts he's drawing and saying come on it's time today's your day of salvation today's your day to come or reconnect anyone else today god's calling you right now